come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully doing well. We are doing as well as anyone can in the middle of a terrible pandemic. But it's a new year and happy new year to everyone. Is this happy first, 2021. Is this our first episode of the new year? No. We, no, we did one last week. We had week. one last week. That was Anthony's episode. That's right. That was the first. Yes. Technically, that was the first Bringing episode. Bringing in the new year with a child. That's good. He's the new year child. The new year child. <laughs> And uh, we got some positive feedback about that. People love Anthony. I mean, he's a good kid. I mean, they thought Mike was all right, too. Yeah, but all the co- all the good comments were about Anthony. <laughs> all right, so today we've got some emails, and then we are going to do a ship tour. Yeah. Of a ship that's was out for a minute before it had to be, you know tucked away with all the other ships out there. So uh, let's get into our emails first. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Let's let's do um, let's do this first. We got look, sometimes we get reviews on iTunes, which we really appreciate. And uh, and we got a we got a review on iTunes from our friend Dan, Dan Craft, who does who has his own podcast. And that podcast is called The Real Uncty. The Real Uncle. So go check that out. Thank you for giving us that review. And uh, if you guys are using the Apple ecosystem and you can go over and give us a review on the old iTunes podcast section, that is super helpful to us and we really do appreciate it. Absolutely. On with the emails. First one's from Jennifer. Jennifer DeHart, one of our patrons and longtime listeners who we actually got to meet. Finally. Last month, right? Yeah, that was really cool. It was very cool. What does Jennifer have to say? Jennifer says, Hello, fantastic friends. It's Monday and I'm back to work after two weeks off. How was that two weeks off? We, di- we didn't get two weeks off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I had other people who were like, Hope you're enjoying it. Not, not like cruise people, but like I got an email at work from somebody from a, a program I teach. Uh, and they were like, hope you enjoyed your two-week holiday. I'm like, oh, I guess you don't understand what I do at the aquarium. See, the holiday <laughs> season is not my time off. But uh, but that's okay. Um, and then she says, I just caught up with all the podcasts. And I must say this last one with Anthony was really great. He was a joy to listen to and sounds like an awesome kid. Sloths are one of my favorite mammals too. It was nice to hear about them but i think i like them more before the poop moss and beetles info come on that adds the cool factor there i mean i think it adds a little bit of the stinky factor they're cool as poop yeah (laughs) (laughs) now that it's 2021 it's time for me to get cruise crazy again i heard i sure hope this will be the year we all return to a ship let's hope so 2020 turned out not being so bad. My job was not affected by COVID, and I am very blessed for that. I did get to go to Walt Disney World in December after postponing that trip four times this year. 
and I got to meet you guys. It was really, it was really a treat, and I'm so happy we were able to meet up. Best wishes for a wonderful 2021. And we enjoyed that quite a bit. It was brief. It, it was a brief meetup. But it was a good meetup. But it was, it was a very good meetup. I love that we're, we ate, the you know? I don't know how that tasted, but actually I know what we had. We had like this pretzel thing that was really good. Yes, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. But. Hey, we, um that was like right when we started our diet, wasn't it? Um, we were technically on the diet because we were like, oh, we're going to yes, go off the we, diet a little bit. We had a week of, that was our first week of yeah. salads. And then, yeah, it was and a then salad that, week of salads. Let me tell you, yeah. there was a, yeah. That, and then that, that Sunday we were idea. like, let's eat a pretzel. <laughs> with cheese. It was good. And it didn't really do any damage to the diet. No. I mean, we're both on track here, I think, doing good. Um, okay, so, so yeah, so thank you, Jennifer, for the email. And um, we've got another email from... Uh, another listener and uh, patron and friend and someone who we're going to finally get to meet in person in just a couple of weeks. Less than that. Less than two weeks. That's right. Not less than one week, though. No, like a week and a half. Yeah. Even when this comes out, it'll still be a little over a week. Yes, because tomorrow is only tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, which is today, if you're listening when this comes out. But that's not how podcasts always work. So who knows? This may have already happened in the past when you listen. It's hard to say. That's the thing. Time's a timey-wimey. What's the... Uh, never mind. You haven't seen it. All right. Anyway. All right. So this is from from Andrew. And Andrew says, cruising as a kid. So this is in response to last week's episode. He says, listening to the, latest, the last podcast and hearing about Camp Ocean brought back memories of cruising as a kid. When I was 11, when my grandma took my family and my aunt, uncle, and cousin on a three-day, I think, because, you know, time's even weirder when you're a kid, cruise after visiting Disney World, I remember three things from the cruise. One was the color-changing dining room where the walls and pictures went from black and white to color. That's, that's cool. That sounds really cool. Another was being hot and bored walking around the port of Jamaica. Okay, yeah. And then the final and most memorable was playing in the Disney Kid area. I built a huge tower out of Kanex. K it's apostrophe called, it's N-E-X. Connects. Connects. Oh, that <laughs> would be. It's got to connect the word, letters there. Have you never played with Connects? I don't know what that is. Oh, no. my gosh. Well, lucky for you, Andrew finished that sentence off telling you. He said a type of building toy a little like Legos. Yeah, so they've got like sort of like little gear-like pieces, and then there's like stick-like pieces, and you like connect them together and build things like some really cool Do they have stuff. bricks like Lego bricks? They're not bricks. Okay. They're just... Because they're... now Disney owns Lego, right? Like... Oh, do they? I don't know. I mean, there's Lego stuff at Disney. Well, there's Lego stuff everywhere. There's that's a, true. There's Lego. There, Maybe they don't own. There's a Maybe place that's called the Legoland. one thing that they don't own yet. <laughs> they don't Lego. own Harry Potter. That's true. That's true. Not yet, anyway. Uh, anyway, moving on. So thank you for the email, Andrew, and uh, we can't wait to, to hang out. Look, we're, we're not going to get into too much of that this week because we're probably, I'm sure, going to be talking about that over the next podcast or the one after that probably but basically yeah they're coming down we're gonna do some safe socially distanced fun that will include swimming with sea cows and uh scuba diving so that that should be and hopefully good time some uh vlogging so more videos 
That's true. And we did put out a couple of diving videos recently. If you haven't gone over to Fantastic Studios over on the YouTubes, head over there. We have uh, we did a little Christmas video, which was also our podcast. But we also have two more scuba diving videos. Yes. And we actually still have dives that we haven't. One more full day of dives. Four dives. I think we have video from all four. But, yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how that's going to shake out, but yeah. And they'll finally finish up our vlog of the keys from from August. August. That's okay. That's doing we're well. Just, we're just stretching it out. Yeah. You know. That's right. Making the moment last. Making it last. So uh, today we thought, you know, we haven't done a ship tour in a while, and we have done a ship tour of the uh, Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady, and we've done a ship tour of the Carnival. Mardi Gras ships that have not come out yet that we're supposed to. Uh, there aren't any more ships that we really have a lot of information on that are supposed to come out that have been delayed. But there is a ship from Norwegian that came out a little bit before the pandemic, a, not quite a year before everything shut down. And, uh, and so not too many people have been on this ship. We thought we'd do a tour of that one. Yeah. Which one is that? That would be the Norwegian Encore. Encore, Encore. Yes, if you, you know, hold, we used to hold up lighters. Now you hold up your phone right. with a light on it, right? At first, when that happened, it was a phone with a picture of a lighter, I feel like. Now it's just, yeah. now it's just a light. I used to right? have, I used to have that app. Did you? It was like the was Zippo app and you could, Zippo app. you could change whatever lighter you wanted it to be. And then you like flick, flicked oh. it up and it would open up and then you could like flick the little side thing and it would go zip and like. Very nice. Fire. Very nice. Had, did you ever use an actual lighter at a concert? No, I've never owned a lighter. You've never owned a lighter? The, the. Not the first concert I went to, but I think it was the second one was Culture Club. And uh, and I did the lighter thing. I almost set the lady in front of me on fire. So it's probably good. Like she gave me bad, mean looks. I didn't mean to, but it's probably good that we're, we switched to this more digital version of, of the lighter. Much safer than, than than actually setting people on fire. Yeah. There you go. All right, so let's let's start with this tour of the Norwegian Encore. How about let's start with some general information about the Norwegian Encore? Okay, that sounds good. What what do you know about this ship? Um, I know that this is a pretty big ship. Pretty and big. It, I mean, it is pretty. It is yeah. a pretty ship. It's yeah. got some colorful swirlies. There like. are some um, there are some video tours of it online that you can check out. Um, that would be a good accompaniment to this particular podcast. This one is just going to be audio, obviously. But, uh, you know, so if, if it sounds interesting to you, go over and check out. Just, you know, do do a search for Norwegian Encore ship tour and you'll get you'll get a couple of results there. Um, yeah, this ship is is one of the largest at sea or, you know, would be at sea. Yes. Maybe I it's at sea. Really... I don't know. Uh, it, it's close to the same size it's kind of in between it is it is the 13th largest the 13th large what are the 12 ahead of it the 12 ahead of it would you like me to go backwards or forwards go backwards that makes it more okay intriguing the 12th largest is spectrum of the seas and that one is um um oh boy bloop um 
Why can't I think of the name? Uh, of? What are you trying to say? The the company that Royal owns... Caribbean. Oh, Royal Caribbean Spectrum. Never of, mind. Of the seas. Oh, it is. It, that is the giveaway, isn't it? Never mind. I was. Uh, yeah, I was just testing you. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have the answers in front of me. All right. What's the next one? The MSC Bellissima. Okay, MSC Bellissima. Bellissima. Okay. All right. All right. Do you, do you know what company that one belongs to? MSC. Oh, good job. The MSC Meraviglia. Oh, those are tied. Those two are the same. They're very similar ships. Oh, no. They are... They're very different ships. They are the exact same ship? They, they might be. They, they might be. They have the same... Everything? Until you get to these numbers. What are those numbers? Staterooms... Similarly sized ships, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Meraviglia is the one that if I'm, I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but Meraviglia, no, that's right. But but that's the one that is uh, normally in in the Miami area, I believe. Is that Lauderdale. is that the one that was supposed to come to Tampa? No, it's or, a much smaller MSC ship that was going to oh, come okay. to Tampa. Yeah, that ship wouldn't fit under the I, Sunshine Sky. That Bridge. makes sense. If I'm saying big ships, then yeah. that wouldn't be it. I okay. like big ships, and I can't deny. Go ahead. What's the next what one? What were you saying? You were talking about, you sang that song earlier, didn't you? Did I? Little Sir Mix-a-Lot? No, maybe not. Okay. Suave. Coming in at number nine, the MSC Grandiosa. So we're still on MSC, all right? Yes. What about number eight? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. So, okay, so it's a little bit bigger, going to be a little bit bigger ship than this Norwegian Encore. Definitely holds more people, because we did look at that. So go go ahead, keep on moving up the chain. Um, number seven is the Ada Nova. Oh, that's a that's a ship I know nothing about. Yeah. Uh, number six is the Iona, which is P and L cruises. Okay. Okay, another another cruise line I don't know a lot about. So yeah. I don't know anything about that uh, ship. So, well, it says year twenty twenty, so maybe it's. Oh, am I? It well, may not. I don't know if it's actually. If it out. made it, did it make it out? Um, number five is the Costa Smeralda. Okay. Which is Costa Cruises. Costa, Costa. Oh, I don't know. Um, four, Allure of the Seas. Cost a lot of money. We know that. The what? Allure of the Seas. Allure of the Seas. And now we're in the, which, which one is this? That's number four. Okay. And the next one? Oasis of the Seas. And the next one? Harmony of the Seas. And the next one? Number one, biggest ship, Symphony of the Seas. So those are all the Oasis class ships. Yeah. So yeah, so this so this one is up there, but it's not the biggest. But but it, one thing I noticed from watching like videos of this ship and some of the other ones in its class is that um, they're they're very spacious. Like for the size ship, the capacity is only a little under four thousand people, like passengers, not crew. So things are a little more spread out. It it, it appears I haven't been on the ship. It appears it's a little more spread out, a little more spacious, and just a little more. You know, you know what it reminded me of, like looking at these deck plans and stuff and, and just seeing some pictures and video of the ship. It reminds me of more of of an upscale ship, like a princess ship or a celebrity ship or something like that. Then then, as you know, I think a Norwegian as in the same like league, if you will, as Carnival and Royal Caribbean. And this one seems like it's almost like an upgrade ship. Maybe the Oasis 
maybe it would be fair to say the Oasis feel like that as well. Maybe Mardi Gras will too. Well, do you you remember what I said when we were looking through and trying to to get an idea of what the ship looked like? What what I said is this ship... Looks clean. Looks clean. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah the, the, the decor of the ship is is very modern, um, very classy, a lot of light color palettes. Um, it's, it's definitely a different look than some of the other cruise lines. Like, I feel like if you've been on Norwegian, some of their newer ships before, not their older ships are not like this. If you've been on some of their newer ships and somebody placed you in the middle of one, they were like, guess which cruise line you're on? I feel like it'd be pretty easy to figure that out. Even if you didn't see any of the names of any places or logos or anything like that, just from the general decor. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I feel like, though. So, yeah. Okay. So the info, you want to share the tonnage? The tonnage. This ship weighs, I don't know if this will mean anything to you guys, because without comparison to other ships, but it weighs... In at 169,116 gross tons. That's gross. It's what I always say. What's so gross about these yeah. tons? Um, and it is, it's it's about 1,094 feet in length. And it has a beam at waterline of 135.7 feet. Uh, it's got a bigger beam up top. I'm guessing that's where there's a certain feature that has to do with cars is and that one's 157.9 feet. But if you look at something like the Oasis class ships, I think their waterline beam is around that 150 uh, mark. Well, they're it, not that much longer, but they're but they're wider, and that that makes a big difference. Doesn't this ship have the overlook thing? Maybe it's that overlook section. It might be the overlook, or it might be the racetrack. Yeah, because I know the racetrack goes. It but does anyway, go no, over. you know, no yeah. spoilers. No spoilers, yeah, so. Matt. Jeez. All right, so. Um, yeah, so there are 16 passenger decks. 20 total decks. Yes. 16 passenger decks. It's a big ship. I mean, it this is a is, big ship. I, I don't know, like, I don't know that you would feel like you're on a much smaller ship than the Oasis class ships because there's not only is it a big ship, it's, it is kind of more spacious and there's, there's not as many people on it. So I feel like it'll have that same feel of one of those ginormous ships. My my thing is like my feeling from being on say the Carnival Legend or touring the Carnival Miracle versus the Carnival Vista, like yeah, I can tell the Vista's bigger, but it didn't feel that much bigger whereas if I'm on like a the Elation or the Paradise, like I know I'm on a smaller ship. That that kind of thing. If that makes any sense. Okay. All right. So we're we're gonna start. Let's well, see. Hold on, I got oh. one more thing. Okay. My favorite thing about this ship is that Kelly Clarkson is the godmother. Who is that? Really? <laughs> she was like an American Idol person or something, right? She was the first winner. She was the first yeah. winner. And she's like she's like country. She's not country. She's, she's not pop. Country. She's pop even worse. All right. So. Carrie Underwood's the country. Oh, one. Okay. Never see them in the same room together. They, uh, anyway. <laughs> I like Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gl- I'm glad that you like the the uh, godmother of this cruise. Yeah, ship. I think that's cool. So let's let's start. So we've got 20 decks, but we're gonna not talk about the first four because they're not on our deck plans. They're probably all crew decks and stuff. Probably. So we're gonna start on on deck five and uh, and see what what do we have on on deck five. 
Are we starting in the front or the back? I don't care. Wherever you... Let's start in the front. There's some rooms there. Start in the the front. First thing I see is a place called Guppies. Um, Guppies is what I see as well. Would you like to know what Guppies is? I would. Guppies is uh, basically for babies. It's... um, Is it daycare? It's... Yeah. Guppies is perfect for Norwegian's youngest guests. Parents and babies can enjoy self-guided play including sensory activities and toy time. Guppies mm-hmm. hosted activities are led by an early years coordinator with parent supervision. Oh, so it's not daycare. You can't oh. leave your baby. It's like our TOTS program. You got to yeah. you got to stay with the kid and it's just guided play. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. All right. And then um the next thing I see in here is something called the Splash Academy. Now that's daycare basically. That's um that's like Camp Ocean that Okay. That Anthony was talking about last week. And I'm looking at some pictures of it. I don't see a lot of detail from these pictures, but it looks it looks like a really yeah. Let's see. Let's see what they say about it. Um, Creative play, active sports, competitions, and engaging activities. Okay. So it's probably similar. I don't I don't know if Norwegian really focuses as much on this sort of thing as like say Carnival or obviously Disney would. But uh, if you guys have information about this, if you had a kid, if you've been a kid sailing on a Norwegian cruise ship, let us know. FantasticCruising at gmail.com. And and also in the same area is the arcade. Well, that makes sense. It does make sense. Since that's where all the kid stuff is. Although Anthony was like, no, they don't let us go to the arcade. Well, maybe they do here because it's right there. Maybe. I don't know. I like that it's just down there. Like, it's out of the way. Because, I, like I said, I, who goes to the arcade? But if you do, it's there. So it's there for you. But it's like, you know, it's a destination, not just happens to be there. And the only other thing I see on this deck is something called the Entourage. And that is the teen section. Which is directly next to the video arcade. So I suspect that maybe on Carnival they go to the arcade with the teen. Probably, thing. yeah. We need to get some older kids on here to talk we about We do. That. Do you know any? Uh, maybe Brian's kids might be in that age bracket. I'm not sure how old they are. I feel like they're probably similar to Anthony's age. Maybe. Maybe a little older. I don't know. Brian, let us know how old your kids are. Yeah, how old are your children, Brian? (laughs) Can we borrow (laughs) them for an episode? Anyway, all right, so so that's it. So that's deck five. Let's move up, move it on up to deck six. And we want to start at the bow again? Yes, let's... Looks um, like up at the front, we've got... Um, the Encore Theater. Yes, we do. And the Encore Theater is their is their main theater that they've got. Uh, the Encore Theater is is a pretty big space. I don't see any pictures in the. Yeah, in the and I don't. It's at. not giving but, me information on it. But it is going up, I believe, to deck seven. So it's deck six and seven. And you don't see anything about the Encore Theater? I'm pretty sure that is the main theater. And yeah. That, and they have some pretty cool Broadway-style shows there, including Kinky Boots. That's right. I think that's really cool. It is really cool. I was uh, I was cleaning the bathroom today and listening to Broadway music, and a song from Kinky Boots came on. Yeah, okay. I, I've not, I don't know that I've heard any music from Kinky Boots, but I am a huge Cyndi Lauper fan, so I'm pretty sure... But I would like that. And you guys that have listened to me forever know that I'm not a fan of the song and dance stuff. But if you are going up to like a musical, that changes the whole game for me. I'm all about the musical. So I don't like just the song and dance 
just random stuff. But if it's an actual musical like Kinky Boots, I am all about it. So, so there you go. Cool. So and you want to get me into the shows? That's the way to do it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Next we have the Q Texas Smokehouse. So barbecue. Yes, it is. Maybe we should have done this with uh, with with the with last week because we had Mike on there, who knows all about barbecue. And he could have told us all about the Texas Smokehouse. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he's been on a Norwegian ship either. So, no, he probably couldn't. But it's but it's a barbecue joint, and it it's, looks pretty good. They got a stage in there playing your favorite kind of music. Country? Yeah, isn't that your favorite kind of music? Um, It's it's up there. I haven't listened to it in a long time. That's true. Have I, have I weaned you off of country music? No, you just throw a fit every time I want to hear it. I do not throw a fit every time. <laughs> And let me just specify that your country is like top pop country. No, no? I, I prefer like the country. I mean, I don't like old, old country, but I, by old, old, she means like 80s and earlier. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but like today's country is like pop music. It's not country. I like like when I was growing up listening country, it was like Tim McGraw, Garth Brooks, Faith Hill. Leanne Womack. That was when country started to turn down the pop avenue. Yes, it started, but it wasn't there. It was still country. <laughs> it wasn't like ding, 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 twangy, twangy, but it was still. Wow. No, I'm just, just, that's what it is. When she I, says, says she likes country, I'm like, oh, like Willie Nelson. She's like, no, I don't like Willie Nelson. I'm like, what? But yeah, I mean, I, I can get behind some Garth Brooks. Yeah. So okay. I like, I like that All country. Right. All right. That's cool. That was Reno. That was not one of us, just in case you heard a lard, loud, lard, loud uh, hacking sound. That was the dog. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's got a stage for music. It's got a bar. It's got the barbecue. Now, the thing about Norwegian is that they have this whole freestyle dining thing. They, they put the name on that, which means that um, they do have the main dining room option and the buffet and all that stuff. But they really expect people to do more of this going to these specialty restaurants and they do have usually packages you can get that will include meals in these different specialty restaurants which is kind of a different thing some of the other cruise lines are starting to go in that direction but uh but because of that so the bad thing is if you don't get a package then you're paying for all this extra stuff some of it's like a la carte per item some of it's you're just paying to go for the whole thing but um but if you do get the package you get usually some extra extra tasty food so that can be uh, a pretty good deal now also on this floor there is a photo studio a library and card room um, some meeting rooms nothing super exciting guest services is here the atrium is here which is which is interesting they call this the atrium and it looks like it's only a couple decks i think it's three decks is it three decks? Yeah. No, this one, yeah, this one might be three decks. Two or three decks. It's got a big stage area. It looks open, but one of my criticisms of the Vista class ships is that the atriums don't have that open magnificence to them. Um, I don't know how that plays out on the ship because it doesn't have the huge atrium, but it does look more open, so maybe it still feels like that. You know what? I, I, I don't know. But that's here as well. Uh, big, huge LCD or some kind of screen behind it. Uh, lots of just random seating. And then, of course, 
Starbucks. Because everybody needs Starbucks. Like a real Starbucks. Like the full real thing. Like the whole menu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not all. There are Starbucks, I think, on other ships that have a limited menu. Yeah, but this is like a real Starbucks. Now, the thing I noticed, though, is that, you know, they've got like their, their baked goods and stuff. But I think... That those you have to buy. So, like, if yeah. you go to... Well, I, I think that Starbucks in general is... Well, you have uh, to pay. Place. Yeah, so... You but, I mean, you got to pay for fancy coffee on any ship that I know of. But uh, but some of the, like, stuff, like the little baked goods and things on some of the ships you don't have to pay for. But the Starbucks, you got to yeah, well, Because it's that. Starbucks. I mean, what do you Starbucks. expect? I expect them to be able to make a sandwich in the breakfast genre that doesn't feel like it's on a hockey puck is bread that's what i expect <laughs> not a huge starbucks fan okay that's all i'm saying i mean i i, 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 I basically I'm okay with it but i basically have to beg to get to starbucks like once a month i'm not a huge coffee guy and you know i'm still bitter about them buying out tvan and then destroying it and their breakfast food is not all that in a bag of chips so that's all i'm saying i mean to each their own but that's my two cents there all right, what else we got on this level? Um, next, we've got the Social Comedy Club. Okay. Social social Comedy and Nightclub. So uh, this is the, obviously this is their comedy club. This is, again, this is deck six. So this is where you're going to go for probably the majority of your of your comedy show needs. There's also a place called Coco's. Do you see, have any information about Coco's? Here? Yes, Coco's is milkshakes, oh. bonbons, chocolate specialties around the world, gelato, crepes. Um, the sweetest spot on the entire ship, it says. Okay. A la carte. A la carte. So, so you, this one, I would assume you're paying for the item. You're not paying for the whole dining experience. Probably. Let's see. I can look at a menu. Oh, there's a menu. There's a menu. What? Oh. Pray tell, does it have? Well, let's see. There's chocolate bonbons in the display case. There's ginger mat. Oh, just just plain ginger? It says ginger. Or is it, it ginger mat? It's it's ginger mat. Okay. Let's see. Chocolate specialties. My beard grows out. It's kind of gingery a little bit. Yeah. A little gingery. Now, nowadays Gelato, it's getting wider and wider. Though, toppings. Snickers bar. Oh. Mad milkshake. There's oh, some, so there's yeah, some milkshakes. There... Is this on the Norwegian site where you can access this menu? Yes. It's looking, yeah, this is not good for the diet. Turn that off. I don't don't need to see that. But look at that one, Nutella and milk chocolate. Stop, just stop. Oh. (sighs) Yeah. Mocha tiramisu. These are fancy looking milkshake drinks. They look outstanding. Oh, there's the crepes. Okay, turn that off. I can't, what? I can't deal. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Let's go to a place that I can deal with a little bit better. Uh, teppanyaki. I would love to go to Teppanyaki. Tell us about Teppanyaki. The Teppanyaki, what you said? Teppanyaki. <laughs> yeah, so they cook right in front of you. It's like a table that you sit there and they have like the cooking grill like a, thing. Like a Japanese steakhouse. Basically, yeah. Essentially is what yep. this is. Yeah, so that's cool. And it's, um, it's a price per person it's 39 dollars at this very moment when i'm reading it yeah who knows who knows because we don't know when cruising is going to start again please start again all right and then we've got the uh mix bar 
which is just a bar that's kind of well there's an art gallery we should mention there's an art gallery and then there's this mixed bar which is which is you know just probably an average ship bar got some good stuff there uh, but then on either side of that I, I like the placement of this bar on either side of that are are some two of the three MDRs which you may notice are um, a lot smaller than your t- typical MDRs. Well, I think these two are smaller, and then the other one I think is a is bigger. It's bigger. Okay, all right. But like yeah. I said, I think a lot of people when they go on Norwegian ships, they're probably hitting those specialty restaurants a little more frequently than uh, than they would in other cases. Yeah. All right, are we ready for deck seven? Let's go to seven. Deck seven, starting at the bow. We have the Encore Theater. Which is the next level of the lower level Encore Theater. There you go. There you go. And uh, and then we have the local Bar and Grill. Which is? I think that's like uh, hamburgers. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now, is this one a la carte? This one is complimentary. Very nice. Yeah. So this says um, popular dishes like the Reuben sandwich and fish and chips. Oh, you had me at Reuben sandwich. Yeah. Very nice. And it looks like it maybe overlooks down into, is that the where the atrium would be maybe? Let's Definitely has like something that's looking down into. It's open to deck below. That might be yeah. the atrium. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the atrium. That's yeah. what it looks like. Is that the atrium? So that's cool. And then it looks like that we, we have some like claw machines and stuff maybe on, the, on that deck too, based on this thing that I'm looking at uh, here. And there's a bar there as well. Just says bar. So it's probably nothing. Super exciting, but if you keep going back towards the aft, then you start to get into... The casino? Yes. Lots of casino. Casino. (laughs) The casino, and something really cool about this particular casino is that they have a separated smoking area. Right? Yes, that that is... Do you think they have all the similar stuff in there? That they do like outside of there. I don't know. I don't know if it's an. I don't know if there's there's like gaming in that area. I don't know, but I know that they have a separate smoke area, which means that there is some casino that doesn't allow smoking. Uh, I'd be curious, and if anybody knows the answer to this, fantasticcruising at gmail.com, I'd be curious to know if that smoke stays out of the other part of the casino very effectively. Yeah, that would be good to know. Not that I care, because I don't usually spend time in the casino, <clears throat> but. Even if you, um, even if you don't mind that or whatever, or if you, even if you want to go to the casino, or you need to get, you don't have to go to the casino. I don't know what I'm saying. You don't even have to go to the casino because it's not in the middle of the ship to get from point A to point B, you know, was, and you always have to pass the casino. I was going to say this casino is actually located really nicely. Yeah. Because it's on this deck, and the only other things really on this deck besides the the local and the theater is the last thing on the ship, which is the that last main dining room, the Manhattan, the Manhattan, room. yeah, which is a little bit bigger than the other two. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, and there's stairs like right to that, so you don't have to right. go through. Like the casino is really located nicely. Yeah, I like it when the casino is kind of off in its own thing because I feel like. For most people that like the casino, the casino is a destination. So it doesn't need to be something you have to pass through to get to everything else. It doesn't need to be the center of entertainment for people that don't care about going to the casino, especially. And I wouldn't care about that 
except for the smoking part. So there you go. Moving on up to deck eight. There's a lot more on deck eight. There's a lot of, there's some rooms. We're starting to yep. see some, some more rooms on deck eight. And then uh, moving down, what do we got here? Um, we have the District Brew House. Which has um, several beers on tap. More than 50 different bottled beers and 22 draft beers, plus handcrafted nice. specialty cocktails. Very nice. I like that. It's kind of got like a little bit, looks like maybe like, it doesn't really look like a biker theme, but it is does it have like had some, some biker pillows. Biker. I mean, that says it right there, though, doesn't it? It's not really a biker theme. It has biker pillows. Like, <laughs> yeah, it had pillows. <laughs> it has pillows with biker things on it. Like, right there, it's telling, right? Like, biker pillows. That just right. like, seems like an oxymoron, right? <laughs> Basically. But it looks like a nice place, and, I, and I'm all for the uh, brew on tap thing there. And then across the way, we have the Food Republic. Yes, the Food Republic is... Fusion of foods and cultures from around the globe. Travel to Mexico and scoop up some tasty street food. Jet away to Japan and try a new kind of sushi roll. Or have a happy... Nope, that says hearty. I mean, I guess it could be a happy helping of Thai noodles. Um, It's (laughs) a la carte. A la carte. So again, you're, you're paying for this and my suspicion would be you're buying... Individual items. My one experience on a Norwegian ship is that there was a, a bar grill thing that you could buy individual plates on. Now, the prices for these things were really reasonable, but uh, you did have to buy them. But it, it was good food, and, and it was like waiter service kind of stuff. So I didn't really mind that at all. All right, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. Next we've got... What is this? Onida? No, Onda. It helps if I could read. <laughs> um, Onda by Scarpetta. Onda by Scarpetta. Yeah. Yes. Which is, I think this is Italian. Yes, it is. So this is their Italian restaurant, which gets rave reviews. Um, it doesn't look like an Italian restaurant to me. No, I wouldn't have guessed that without reading it. It, it's like the rest of the ship. It's very modern, very light-toned. Uh, but it's got some, some. I think, um, I don't know if it's outside. It says waterfront Yeah, the waterfront is seating, an outside seating. Which is cool. Like, that's the thing I like about the Vista class, and they've got that here. They've also got the Cellars Wine Bar, which kind of goes with the Italian thing there, right? Yes. I, I'm going to point out real quick, Onda means wave in Italian. Oh, okay. Wave by Scarletta. The Scarpetta. Scar- Scar- Scarpetta. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to Scarletta. Scarletta O'Hara? No, that doesn't work either. No. Anyway, uh, is... The wine bar. Yeah, there's a wine bar. And then I see there's something called Malting's Whiskey Bar, which that gets my attention. Yeah, that's... um. It's a whiskey bar. They have whiskeys, different whiskeys, whiskey-flavored cocktails. You can sip your way around the world. Very nice. Very nice. So that's that's something I would enjoy. Yeah, that's cool. I know we're we're skipping something here, but but right below that, I think I feel like these kind of go hand in hand, is the uh, Humidor Cigar Lounge. Which is what it sounds like. It's a cigar lounge. There you go. You can get different cigars. Um, I'm not, I, I, I like the smell of cigars, but I, I don't like smoking cigars. Um, but, you know, it's cool for people that do. A lot of people do enjoy that. So 
there you go. You've got that option there for you. And then before we get to the whiskey bar, kind of across from the Onda by Scarpetta is the Cavern Club, which is basically like a bar that's modeled after the the bar nightclub that the Beatles played in when they were like hardly anybody knew who they were, like this little nightclub. I don't know if it's from Liverpool. I think that's where the Beatles started. And they've got a little waterfront area there as well. So if you're a Beatles fan, um, it's probably really cool. They've, you know, it's probably got a neat vibe to it. They've got bands playing. I'm guessing they probably have some covers of Beatles music. If you're into the Beatles, it's probably like a really, really cool spot. Yeah. If you're not into the Beatles, it might still be decent. I don't know. Are you into the, do you like the Beatles? I'm middle with the Beatles. Like you're, you're middle. <laughs> like I, I know some Beatles songs, but I'm not like, I love the Beatles, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm probably the same. I'm, like I don't, I don't dislike the Beatles, yeah. but I'm definitely not like, moved by the Beatles like some people are. My my dad likes the Beatles a lot. Well, it's, gen- it's somewhat generational. Yeah. Although I know people from different generations that are just as moved by the Beatles. So, uh, and I and I do like John Lennon quite a bit. So, uh so yeah, so there you go. There you go. All right, moving on down the road. We got more options here. The Sugarcane Mojito Bar, also with waterfront space. And that is I'm assuming where you get a mojito. Um it says Mojitos? Yeah, mojitos. That's that's what it is. The one video we watched with, uh, I believe, Ben and David, they talked about a coconut mojito that they said was really good. You'd probably hate it because you don't yeah, like coconut. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope but you I would enjoy like that. It. I yeah. like the mojito just the way it is. Yeah, the mojito is one of those. Th- I don't know. You might be able to change the mojito. I, I'm a purist when it comes to a lot of things, like, like the Oreo. Like, I'll try the different flavored Oreos. But in the end, I'm, I always like the original Oreo the best. Now, maybe I like the double stuff more than the original. Maybe that's an exception. I but, like the original the best. Yeah. I, I like the double stuff, but it's it's a little too much. I mean, it, it, I need like one and a half stuffed. Well, the, and that's kind of when you take the original Oreo and you take two of them apart and you put the two with the white stuff together. You, it's kind of not quite as much as a double stuff. That's like the perfect Oreo cookie right there. I've never done that. What? No. You've never taken two Oreos apart and put them together? No, that's not how I eat my Oreos. Okay, but you've never even tried it? No. Okay. Because I don't eat my Oreos that way. Okay, how do you eat your Oreos? I take them apart and I eat the part with no icing on it. And then I get the icing off of the other one and eat the icing. And then I eat the other cookie. You just peel the icing off and eat it? Yes, my favorite I've thing. I've seen you eat Oreos. Why have I never noticed My this? favorite thing about Oreos and the icing on the Oreos is that the way that it's on, the icing is on the cookie, you can just like like use your tongue to like lift it a little bit and then it's <laughs> it's like that that satisfying feeling of like a new screen or something where you rip the plastic off. I do that like with the Oreo. Like my bathroom mirror? Yeah. I've had this mirror in, in the shower. We both clean, we have we each have our own bathroom, which is a great way. It's a great relationship advice thing. Have your own bathroom. But uh, I, I've had this mirror because I shave in the shower when I shave, and uh, I've had it for months now. And today, when I was cleaning it, I realized that I had never taken the film off of it. So it's probably going to be even better. I was pretty happy with it before. It's probably going to be even better now. Anyway, uh, let us know how you eat your Oreos. Do you do you? <laughs> 
pile two of them together and get the like the extra thick sandwich? Do you just eat them regular? Do you do you do whatever kind of dissection surgery Kimber does? How do you how do you do that? How do you do your Oreos? And then all right, and then moving down, we got the Tradewinds tax and duty free. What is that? The Tradewinds that is shopping. Probably where you buy your um, jewelry, watches, spirits, and beauty and fragrance. 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 What What about this Ocean Blue place? Is that also a a store? Ocean Blue is seafood. Seafood. Okay, so <laughs> that's why I don't know anything about it. So it's a seafood restaurant. I'm assuming a la carte. A la carte. So there you go. If you do want like the seafood, like many people do, you've got your opportunity there. And then we get into the the back half, which is more of these shops. So the, yeah, pretty big shopping area from the looks of it. There's also something called the Bake Shop down at the end there. Uh, which <clears throat> yes, it is. Uh, decadent treats such as French macarons. Is it macaroons or macarons? How do you say it? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's macaroon, macaroons. Is, it, I, is there I've, an A in the middle? Macaroons? Yeah, I've always said macaroons, but within the last few years, I've heard people start saying macarons. I don't know. Maybe so, it's a key K thing, or there's probably a right way to yeah. say it. I don't know. Anyways, think, the bake shop is a bakery. I'll eat one. I'm just saying, I'll eat one, but uh, yeah. It's a bakery. Okay. Yeah. And then Cupcake, move, it says gourmet cupcakes. Okay. All right. And then moving down, we've got the A-list bar, and then we've got... Two more restaurants. We've got Cagney's Steakhouse, which is their premium steakhouse. So obviously that's going to be a la carte. Yes. And then on the other side, very intriguing to me, is Los Lobos, which is a Mexican restaurant, which I'm assuming is probably a la carte, a la carte. as well. Does it, does it say by chance that that one is um, kind of like the steakhouse where you pay a flat fee and you just choose items from the menu? It says a la carte. Um, let's see. It is... Price per item. Yep, price per item. Because you got a menu for that, too. Yep. Okay. All right. But, you know, good Mexican food on there. And I don't know, you know, some of these packages may help you out with, with those kind of experiences as well. Let's move up to Deck 9. Are we ready for Deck 9? There's Well, there is something called the Dulce Gelato. I just saw that on the side there by the bake shop. It's probably part of the bake. I keep saying bake, thinking I'm saying bait shop. But Dulce Gelato. That is um, gelato. gelato. Who would have yeah. guessed it? Okay, up to deck nine. De- all right. Deck nine, it looks like it is pretty much... It is all state rooms. State rooms. I don't think I see anything that is not a state room. No, it's it's all it's all state rooms. Um, and so let's just go up to deck 10. Oh, the Haven aft-facing penthouse with large balcony. Oh. I bet that's a nice room. That's probably a really nice room. Deck 10 also just state rooms. Yep, just state rooms. Let's try deck 11. Now, Deck 11 has at least one thing on here, which is called the Studio Lounge. And I'm not familiar with that one. We'll have to see it. The rest um, of it is just staterooms. I'm wondering if the Studio Lounge, from the photos I'm seeing, it just looks like a little lounge with, like, a place to get drinks and maybe uh, maybe a couple snacks. I wonder if you have to have, like, a special room. Like, it looks like it's in this section of these blue rooms. Yeah, it's probably... Um, Probably something like that. Yeah. 
I wonder if it's I mean there's there's room types here called studios. So this is you could do single occupancy on it, this. Oh, ship. is this is this where the studios are? Yeah. There's studios. Oh yeah, I'm, right in the middle there. I'm thinking nice. that's what those blue rooms are. The studio lounge. It is connected yes. to that. Yeah. This is their way of trying to get uh singles to go. Yes. Okay. Who, who yeah. emailed us about that? Um oh no, I can't think of his name. The younger gentleman. That is, uh, email us a couple times. I will. But yeah, no. Find so it. this would be a great ship for for that because basically it's almost like a little singles area, and then the studio lounge is just it's. It looks like it's connected specifically to that Quincy area. Quincy, yes, thank you. Quincy, how did I forget that? I I, don't I love know. that show. Um. So so yeah, studio lounge, kind of yes. cool. All right, let's move on up to deck 12. And we got more, it looks like more studios as well as more state rooms. And um, that's about that's it. it. Deck 13, which thank you, Norwegian, for not being superstitious and including a deck 13. We have the medical center, which is usually in the basement of the ship. If, well, it's, it's not. It's kind of nice that this is like in the middle so you don't deck have to 13, go all the way up. Closer or down. to the accidents and stuff. Closer right? to the activity. <laughs> And then it's the staterooms. Deck 14 is going to be all staterooms all the time. Yes. Now we get to deck 15. We get some different stuff here. We start up at the bow with the observation lounge. And this looks like it may have some uh, buffet options. Yeah. Here, as well as a beautiful uh, view of the ocean. It kind of reminds me. Nice seating. Yeah, it reminds me of the... um, of the big overlooks in the in the Royal Caribbean ships, but maybe even bigger. Do you have any information about this lounge? Does it say is this the this isn't their is this their main buffet? This might be their main buffet. I don't have any information because we'll it doesn't out. say. Oh wait, unless that's snow. Stick with us, folks. We're moving on up the ship here, doing this as we oh, go. Oh, this is just giving me stateroom type, so it's not telling me anything about the. Yeah, this can't be the main buffet, but there but it does look like there is um, there are some photographs. With some buffet. This is, type I think, things. I think this is the buffet area where they do like themed foods and oh, stuff. Okay. okay. All right. Well, let's move on up to deck sixteen here, and now we have the garden cafe. This is the main buffet. Is the garden cafe? So there. So it's probably connected to that. It just gives you some more food options, but a little more casual uh, atmosphere is what yes. it, what it seems to be. The, there's the open-air garden cafe as well, the surf bar. Um, this is where the sun deck is. There's a nice pool here. And there is a theater, like one of those outdoor theaters here. It looks really nice. Uh, oh. I know there's some hot tubs. Maybe they're on a different deck. I don't, I don't know. See where are you at? Here. You're skipping stuff, dude. There's the aqua park. Did you skip that? The aqua park? Yeah, kids' aqua park. That's further down. I'm oh, still, you're not yeah, you're not still, there yet. I haven't walked that far back to the aft yet. I'm just well, where at the, are you at? the main pool right here. There's oh, a main pool right by the surf well, bar. You said theater. There's a so there's a, a one of those big screens, outdoor oh. screens. See, my, so you can sit around the pool. My picture doesn't show me that. So. Yeah, you can sit around the pool and you Got can it. watch a movie. So that's kind not of a deal. theater. That's a screen. Okay, but it's like it's a, look. Anthony said. Or Mike said about Anthony, one of his biggest goals was to be able to watch a movie on the pool deck. Yeah, but it's not a theater. You could do theater. that on the ship. But, okay, well, <laughs> how do you define theater? It's like it's there's seats and a big screen showing stuff. But that, it's at the pool. Okay, it's a pool theater. 
It's a it's, theater at sea. It's a screen at the pool. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and then we've got, now we've got your kid's aqua park here and another pool, which is uh, probably for the kiddos as well as the wave bar. So I don't know. What, what do you got? Inf- any information about this area? Um, so let's see. So the aqua park has some, let's see, three aqua racer water slides. Like little ones for the... Well... Oh, no, that no the, these are adult ones. So there's this says Aqua Park and Kids Aqua Park. Yeah, so I'm so under the Kids Aqua Park. There's, well, I don't know which one's which here. I don't see them. I think that the adult one might be one more level that, up. Well, it says here. It says it on this level. Okay, all right. I don't know. This is how ocean do loops. Let's see. Yeah, I see the ocean loops water slide. Yeah. We'll see if we get to that. I know there's some pretty hardcore water slides on yeah. this ship. Um, but Kids Aqua Park is like a little splash area with some little water slides and tipping buckets and water cannons and, you know, the typical kid water things. And then further back on the aft, we've got sort of the spa area. So there's the a barber shop, a salon, the there's fitness a fitness center. center, and the Mandara Spa. So it's, you know, it looks nice. It's It's your, you know, it's basically all that stuff that you would normally find in the spa section, the you know the fitness area and and all that stuff, and it looks looks pretty swanky. Yeah, they got steam baths and salt baths and and the heated loungers and uh, you know lots of cool stuff. Beautiful view. Looks like a pretty nice spa, and they've got the barber shop as well as the beauty salon. And that spa's in the aft, so you can like sit there and like watch the the waves from the back of the ship. True that. That's cool. True that. All right, let's move up to deck 17, and we've got the Horizon Lounge right up there at the front, which is uh, like an, it looks like an indoor lounge with really good view. Uh, looks like there's some food options here as well. Maybe some games and stuff in here, maybe some like tabletop so games. That area, this whole front area, may be private to people who have. Oh, because it's the Haven. I think you're right. Yeah, so these, the rooms that are up here, there's rooms up here as well, are the the Haven two-bedroom family villa with large balcony and the Haven courtyard penthouse with large balcony. So, so these you, are the fancy rooms. So you're not getting up here unless you're in these rooms. Is that is that how that works? I think so. Let's see. Catch up with your fellow Haven members. Yeah. Grab cocktails from the Haven bar. Yeah, so this, if, this little area is for the, the Haven But if you people. can afford it, it looks nice. Like private pool, hot tub lounge bar i mean it looks really nice but it's i'm sure quite a bit more there are there is some sun deck in the back and there is uh there are i should say it looks like four hot tubs that are like looking out over the water yeah those and look cool. away from the pool so yeah i like hot tubs away from the pool because i feel like when they're right by the pool that just increases the odds of children being in yeah. them and then people who are like oh, i'm just gonna go to the hot tub the hot tub is more of a destination for me so I, I'm not interested in being by the pool and all the music and all the mayhem. I want the nice, serene hot tub experience. And this is what you get usually on these side hot tubs. And then we got, here's the aqua racer. Yes, so we've got, this is the top of the water slides. Well, the, yeah, the, the uh, aqua racer, the ocean loops, you can see them here at least. I don't know if this is even the top. There's no? a jogging track okay. up here. Uh, we'll see. We're on deck 17. We'll see if, if we access them from deck 18 or deck 17. 
But we do have the La Bistro French restaurant. Which is French. <laughs> Which is, is a la carte. It is a la carte. Oui. It is a la carte. And then we've got the American Diner, which is kind of cool. So the French restaurant decor looks like the rest of the ship. You know, it blends in. The American Diner one, it's it blends in with the ship, but the seats are made from like old 50s style cars. It's But it's really pretty. Yeah, I, I love the diner feel. Like diners, I love diners. Yeah, and this one looks, it looks really nice. It looks, it's very... 50s looking yeah which is the way diners i think that's the way diners should be really is 50s 50s got the diner right you know every decade gets certain things right and the, the rest of it they get wrong or they are they they're making progress the 50s nailed it with the diner and that we don't need to go any further they got it right so why change it so so there is the is the american diner a la carte yes there you go a la carte there's another bar back there and then we've got the Galaxy Pavilion. This is an interesting place. Oh, this is, um, they've got like VR and... Lots of VR and really yeah. interesting VR. Like it's not just a VR it's headset. It's like high-tech VR. That puts you in scenarios. Yeah. Like there was a race car one with wind blowing on your face and um, one where you like laid on your stomach and yeah, it's like some cool stuff, but it's all an extra charge. It is. There's a lot of extra that, so some people complain about cruises having all these extra fees. Um, usually I would say that's not the case. You could have all your normal cruise experiences on the ship without paying all these extra fees, but there's a lot there to tempt you that you're probably going to want to spend some extra money on it. Uh, that, that may change that game a little bit. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that, you know, go into it knowing that so that you're not, like, feeling like you're getting cheated or something when you get on board. Uh, I do feel like this ship kind of has that thing that I was worried about with cruising, with all the extra fees. Like, I like cruising that it's, like, all included, and this is definitely not. It does have a lot of extra stuff you can pay for. But, again, like, I could have the same experience on this ship as I do on almost any other ship and not pay any of those extra fees and still have as good or better of, a, of an experience. But it's got all these added things you can get. They're there. They're available. The thing is, and I think what you're thinking of is like when you're on the ship, if somebody's waving this stuff at you, then you want to do it. And then you're going to spend that money. And then you're like, oh, they're nickel and dime in me for everything so well yeah but it's also like yes you can get the food you've got the buffet and the mdr and you've got the shows and stuff but most of like think about royal like the the flow rider and the the air what's it called the the like where you're skydiving yeah that like that's included but those are extra fun things that you can do yeah, but that's that's royal. I mean, look at Carnival. You get water slides and you get shows. Like you can all that's here. That's all here. Yeah. They just don't have flow riders and stuff like that. But but they but so how how many times do you do that stuff? Like how often do you go on the flow rider? How often do you do the rock climbing wall? Like most people probably do that maybe one time. So here you what you're about to see, you have all these options like the VR and like some other options that we're going to get into here. And so, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit of money to do it, but 
but you're getting an even cooler experience, maybe without the hassle and headache of the crowd because it's all free. Yeah. I I just struggle. Like, I don't know. All the all the extra restaurants, I like the idea of that because you can, like, really change it up. But I don't want to pay for it every single yeah. night. Like, I might as well go on a land vacation. Well, but like I said, you have probably the same, if not more, number of options that you would on another ship as far as food goes, you just have all these other options as well. Right. So you don't you don't have to give up anything by not paying this extra fee. It's just that they're the waving the carrot in your face. Yeah. And so you just that's why I say you just have to go into it understanding that that is their business model and being okay with that, setting some money aside for that. Thick Figuring it into the cost of the cruise. Well, I'd, I'd be curious to find out about the dining package that you could get for right. it. And that, if and if that, that was too. a reasonable price, then I'd be all about and it. That's, and usually it is. So the, the one time I went to Norwegian, it included, the, we did a deal where, and it was, you know, comparable price. And it included, I think, two, two dining experiences. So we did like a Brazilian steakhouse and we did, I want to say a regular steakhouse. And so that was... Yeah. Okay. I'd, and then I'd you be okay feel, with something like that. And then you kind of feel like you're getting something for nothing. Right. Because, so it's it's all marketing. It's all the way yeah, that they're spinning it. But you just have to be a smart consumer and just kind of take a step back, look at the actual machinations. I don't think that's the right word. Of what's happening and then just understand that and be okay with it and what, what you're willing to spend on the cruise for, yeah. for the experience you want. Okay, so we've got up here, we've got another Horizon Lounge that looks down to the deck below. We've got more Haven Courtyard area, Haven Lounge, the Haven Restaurant, the Haven Outdoor Restaurant. This is mostly for the Haven. This is, you're all, just gonna, yeah. If you're not staying in the Haven, you're probably just going to skip deck 18. <laughs> well, like. except for the back of the ship. Oh, I didn't go back far enough. You're right. I didn't, I need to scroll down. So we're still, I think we're still going up for these. Yep. Water slides. I don't think we've hit the entrance to these water slides okay. yet. Uh, they are pretty big water slides. And you have the Encore Speedway, which is one of these things you got to pay for. But it's go-karts at sea. And they it goes, the track goes over the side of the ship. It, it does. And technically, it looks like that track is really more on deck 19. But maybe you get to it from deck 18, from what I can see here. Um, because the the layout looks like it's mostly on deck 19, oh. the track itself. It goes 13 feet off the side of the ship. That's cool. I don't know if you can really see from that vantage point, but... Well, I think the edges around it are like, I don't know if they're glass. Stuff, yeah. Probably plexiglass. So you, that's kind of, it's like exciting and scary at the same time. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I, I've said this before, like this kind of stuff to me, it's cool like yeah what if i was on the ship would i probably drive the go-karts yes but is that making me want to go on the ship no if i really wanted to drive go-karts i could do that on land for a lot cheaper with probably a lot faster go-karts a lot bigger track and you know what i don't do that because i don't really care about go-karts but so it's kind of a novel i feel like it's a novelty kind of thing like to say i drove go-karts at sea i mean if you're really into go-karts maybe but you know, whatever. Like, I would do it. Maybe I would enjoy it. But if 
again, it's not why I'm going on this ship. Yeah. It's not the reason I'm going on the ship. Now, the next thing looks pretty cool. Yeah. It's probably one of one of the more exciting things on this ship for me. And let's tell them what, what we're talking about. It's laser tag. Laser tag. which But I've... it's not just normal laser tag. No. It's, it's, uh, it's modeled after... The Lost City of Atlantis. How do you model after something that doesn't really exist, and even if it did exist, is lost? I mean, there's movies. I mean, they, they <laughs> there's movies. Yeah, because that solves the problem. But it looks cool. Like, it's outdoors, so we're trying to figure out if you can play during the day or not. I mean, obviously you can, because they've got it. Well, maybe well, not. I guess maybe Might not. Might only be open at night. That's I don't know. True. Let us know if, you, if you've had this experience. It's But there's, like, a huge snake sculpture in here. Which looks like a, honestly, it looks like a, a tree viper. But I'm not sure what that would be doing in Atlantis. But it's cool looking all the same. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably the coolest looking area. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat. Yeah. Look at some pictures. Watch some video. Um, if, you know, except for Tammy, because she's not going to like this because it's big snakes everywhere. Right, but, yeah. But it's, uh, but it's. Yeah, it looks really cool. Like, I would definitely play some laser tag on the cruise ship. And, and I again, would you. I'm not, whatever. I, actually, I think I scored higher than you when we played. I didn't do tag. very good. Uh, but I, I wouldn't go on the ship to play laser tag. But if I was on the ship, I would play laser tag. Before I would do VR or go karts, I would do laser tag. I would too. Yeah. So yeah, I like know. laser tag. All right, next up is deck 19. And we're, let's see, at the front we've got uh, the ha- more Haven stuff in the front area, which is like courtyards and hot tubs and... No, well, so the next area, yes, there's that stuff, but right right behind that is the Vibe Beach Club, which is the 18 or older area. So then there's, and there's also some hot tubs in there. Yeah. And there's a bar. So this looks nice. This looks like a nice spot to go to um, to avoid the kids who aren't like Anthony. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it looks it looks like a pretty nice place. It's got a big open to the deck below space. A lot of just feels like it's an open ship, just neat. And then in the very back you've got still you can see one of the water slides. I don't see the other one in this picture, so I don't know if we've got to the top. It looks like there's a ladder or stairs going up. And this is where most of the track is, I think, for the go-karts, the encore speedway. And then finally we get to deck twenty. And this is uh, more Vibe Beach Club. Vibe Beach Club up there, which I don't have any information on that. It looks like just it's a the deck. eighteen and older. Okay, just deck area, yeah. and, and stuff. And then there's the Aqua Racer, and oh, I'm gonna back up a little bit. Okay, the hot tubs for the Vibe Beach Club extend over the side of the ship. Do they? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very nice. The other ones were right by the side. These I can see that from this diagram. They go right over the edge. So very cool. Now, is, do we have any information about these uh, water slides? I can find some. Because they look <laughs> like really cool water slides. There's two water slides on here, um, and they look to be pretty nifty. The ocean loops and the aqua racer. The aqua racer looks quite thick, and the ocean loops looks like a more of a standard like water slide kind of experience. So... Let's see. And it looks like the ocean loops goes out over the over yeah, the side. Yeah, so the, of the ocean ship. loops goes out over the side and has some clear sections. 
So I don't know if you can see while you're sliding, but um, but it would be kind of cool if you can. Let's see. Now the other one though is the one I'm more interested in because it it looks like a pretty thick water slide, and so I'm wondering if you would like go on a tube. I like water slides that you go on a tube because I don't know they're just more comfortable to me. Um, I am pretty sure that you go on a tube because it said it said something about i think it said like double oh no maybe it didn't let's see yeah you're on you're on some kind of tube because i'm seeing a little information on here and there's some some fun like light effects and stuff like i've seen on some other water slides um so it's a big it's a big fast tube water slide there you go yeah so you can have two people at a time going down oh you can double up yeah you can double up you can do a two-person tube okay so that's cool that's pretty neat. Uh, you know, that's that's my kind of water slide right there. It looks like it's, like I said, I, I just think they're more comfortable when you're on the tube. I just feel like I'm not going to get stuck. I don't have to worry about, like, my back posture and all this kind of nonsense. And where the, my, my least favorite part about those slides is, like, where the connections are. I'm always afraid yeah. I'm going to get cut on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have, like, a big mole on your back or something, it's, like, going to get sliced off. Oh, <laughs> why do you have to say that? <laughs> I don't know. I always think about that when I'm going down. Not uh, that I have big moles on my back, but I just think about that. I'm like, oh, that, that would you just know slide. Not anymore because I went on a water slide. Took care uh. of that. <laughs> so there we go. That is the Norwegian Encore. Anything you want to say as an Encore to the Norwegian Encore? I think we should go on it. Yeah, when cruising starts again, we'll put that on our list of of the many, many ships that we want to go yeah, on. But the, I mean, the I, list has basically just expanded without us fixing any of them. I mean, I do, um, I do want to go back on Norwegian cause I, I did enjoy my experience on Norwegian, even though I was told by people on that ship who are avid Norwegian cruisers that the ship I was on, which was, I believe the star was not a normal up to their standards, Norwegian experience. I thought it was, a really good ship, a really good experience. It is a smaller, older ship that I was on, but seeing some of their newer ships and stuff, it just looks pretty awesome. So let us know if you, have you been on the encore? Did you like it? Send us an email, fantastic cruising at gmail.com. Okay, well, the Encore goes to Alaska, or that's the plan. <laughs> so we thought we'd do an Alaska cruise creature. Actually, just a northern hemisphere cruise creature, because there's, you could see technically this animal uh, if you went on either coast of the United States. But not the same exact species. Because there's three of them. Four. Four? Four of them. Okay. So let's tell people, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the puffin. The puffin. Yes, there are four. There is the Atlantic puffin, the horned puffin, the tufted puffin, and the rhinoceros auklet, which is not a rhinoceros, but it is technically a puffin. It just doesn't look like a puffin as much, so it got misnamed. But okay. it is it is scientifically a puffin. All right. So it's a puffin. Now, we're going to kind of focus on the horn puffin, but really this applies to most puffins, and they are fairly small birds. They look a little bit like a cross between a penguin and a clown. 
I think that's probably a good way to describe them. And uh, here's the thing, though. Like the penguins, which are only found in the southern hemisphere, the puffin is only found in the northern hemisphere. So there's sort of sometimes evolution does this to us where we get similar animals uh, in different parts of the world because, you know, that's how natural selection sort of shapes things. And uh, the puffin is not really exactly the answer to the penguin in the northern hemisphere, but they do look very similar. Big difference, though. Penguins can't fly. They have solid bones. Puffins can fly. So puffins are better than penguins. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. People that have known me for many years know that penguins are not my favorite animals. Penguins <laughs> stink. They do stink. Now, look, I've gone a little bit softer on penguins having had the opportunity to, like, interact with them. But, yeah, I'm definitely more of a – I'm a cat guy and I'm a puffin guy when it comes to, like, you know, cats and dogs. I'm a cat guy. Puffins and penguins, I'm a puffin guy. I'm, I have nothing to say because <laughs> you know that I'm not a cat person. Yeah, I know. Not entirely my fault, though. It's your fault. No, that's not true. You're allergic to cats, so you can't even give them a chance. Yeah. All right. Anyway, the puffin. So, uh, so yeah, so these puffins are up in the northern hemisphere. Uh, and if you are traveling to Alaska, you could very likely see one of these species of puffins. Now, they do fly, but they're not great flyers. They have kind of smallish wings. And so in order to take off, they either have to literally jump off of a cliff or get a running start if they're like on the water. They kind of like swim, run on the top of the water. But once they get going, they can go pretty fast, like five, 500, 55 miles per hour. And to do that, their little wings are beating it up to 400 beats per minute. So they look like a black and white like UFO going through, <laughs> <laughs> which they are black and white, but they have these beautiful kind of yellow and orange beaks which are pretty pronounced kind of look like a toucan beak and and they're very special beaks they're they're important to the puffin so one of the ways that uh, puffins kind of impress one another is by having these bright colored beaks and they kind of get bigger as they get older now a more experienced puffin will have a bigger beak and to their mate that is impressive no bigger is better in the case of the puffin beak, that is true. And and the reason it's true is because puffins will basically, how many eggs do they have? One. One egg. So, you know, some animals will have lots of babies and hope that a couple of them live. Other animals will have less babies and really focus on making sure that that smaller number lives. That's That's where the puffin falls as far as their strategy for reproduction. Because of that, they want to make sure that their babies get enough food. So puffins will often be seen carrying like seven, eight, nine, ten fish in their mouth at one time, carrying them back to the nest. The record is of a puffin in Britain that had 62 fish at one time in its beak. Wow. I, I read, I don't know where it is because I've closed it out, but they had like 85 some kind of eel things or something. Well, that's even more than 62. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, they like these things called sand eels. So they're basically... Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, so they're fish eaters. So they'll usually dive in the water and eat fish. Now, their biggest threats is are, are from um, kleptoparasites, which are like the frigate bird's not up there, but they're, they're birds like the frigate bird that will actually steal fish and food from them while they're flying. 
<laughs> so they're like uh, they're like pirates <laughs> of the bird world. Now they do swim underwater as well, which you know makes them a little bit better than penguins because penguins can do it. But they usually only stay underwater for about 30 seconds, 20, 30 seconds. They can stay down there for about a minute. So they're, you know, they're kind of the jack of all trades bird. They're a little bit swim. They're a little bit fly. But they do a lot of flying because one thing penguins can't do very effectively, at least I don't think any species do this, is migrate, whereas puffins do. So when it gets really cold in the north, they come down further south, not that far south. Like you won't see a puffin in Florida, but you will see them in Southern California, apparently, or at least parts of California. So that's pretty cool. Now, puffins are uh, animals that will typically dig like a burrow. So they'll have these little burrows that they dig and they will often go back to the same burrow year after year. And they will usually be pretty monogamous. They will stay with the same mate year after year. And they can live 20 or more years. The longest known living penguin, penguin puffin, lived to about 36 years of age. So yeah, pretty cool. The puffin. And they also make some sounds. Do you want to hear some puffin sounds? Yes. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how well this picks up on the microphone. Maybe I'll try and disengage my microphone i got it here so um so here's the first sound the first sound is going to be a puffin chick begging for food here we go all right hopefully you guys could hear that and then uh here's the better one though this is an adult puffin that is actually growling. Is that really a puffin or is it just me saying I'm hungry? I don't know. But uh, but that is, no, that is actually the puffin growling. So there's your cruise creature for this week going up north to Alaska and uh, the puffin. Pretty cool. That was a good choice. All right, Matt, you have anything else? I got nothing. Okay. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Right, thanks for tuning in past the credits, past our friend Tom. Well, he doesn't sing at the end one. It's just instrumental. Right. It's just instrumental. I almost went into the song. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this part. And today we thought we'd talk about our little baby Luna, who's not staying a baby. No, she's getting so big. So this little lizard, when we got her, when we adopted her, which was, what, maybe... It was... Almost two months ago. It'll Almost be, two months. It'll be two months ago in five days. Okay. So she fit easily, 
easily into the palm of your hand. Like you could wrap your thumb and fingers around her and she would still probably be able to try and wiggle out of that. Now, now, if you hold your hand out with your palm out and your fingers partially extended, um, she will fill that entire gap. To, to put it bluntly, earlier this week, she ate an entire hard-boiled egg and a little bit of raw turkey in one sitting. Yes. My mom witnessed that over uh, Facebook Live or something. Messenger, not live. Like video Video, chat. Facebook video chat. Yeah. Yeah. And then, was it the next night? No, we... Two nights later? Yeah. We put a whole thing of turkey. So we it get was... the a, a pound of turkey, uh-huh. and you split it into, what, eight containers? Uh-huh. So it was an eighth pound of turkey. Yes. And she ate that. We we put it in her uh, her cage last night. We went and played D&D, and then we got back thinking, you know, maybe she ate a little bit of it. No, she cleaned her blade. Gone. It's gone. So she's getting big, which is good. We wanted her to get big. She's healthy. She's she's starting to look like an adult tegu. And she's pooping. Baby. She's pooping quite effectively. And uh, her cage is, is um, in the works. It's, it's ordered. Hopefully it'll be on the way and we'll get it by the end of January. I'm sure Hopefully. we'll have pictures of it probably on uh, on the Facebook. So, all right, that's it. That's it.